Hi, everyone. Welcome to the San Diego News Fix. I'm Christy Totten. Retired columnist Peter Rowe is back with his beer column. It hasn't run since spring of 2020, but it's back every other Friday in print and online. Peter, welcome back. It's been a while. It has been a while. Thanks, Christy. It's nice to be back. So what have you been up to these past two years? The beer column went on hold uh, spring 2020. I have been doing some traveling. Uh, I volunteer at a food bank and I also volunteer at the uh, Central Library's Friends of the Library bookstore. So I've, I've seen some, um, actually some former UTers at the Friends of the Library bookstore. Nice. I checked that out for the first time recently during the book crawl. It was very Oh, nice. yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a rather good, uh, good library. Okay. So you're back with this beer column. What was the inspiration? You, you just couldn't stay away from journalism or beer? <laughs> well, I haven't been writing the beer column, but I've still been drinking beer. Um, so I, I guess I kept my hand in. Um, I did a little bit of freelance writing elsewhere. Um, and then I had pitched Michael, um, Michael Rocha, the editor of Night and Day, on a story about need and he was interested so i wrote that and then shortly after that uh sarah butler who had kind of taken on the beer column for a previous year announced that she was leaving the ut to become a writer uh for a university back east uh, so there was an opening and, and my class if i'd be interested in yeah, it's, it, of course, I mean, many people have said it's a dream job. It, it pretty much is. So. Yeah, not, not bad, I have to say. Well, your latest column is about how 17 breweries have closed since the pandemic. Uh, what's going on? A lot of breweries are facing very serious problems, um, but this is not unique to the brewing industry. Uh, inflation has hit many companies, uh, so has the rising cost of transportation. Sometimes we forget that beer doesn't magically appear uh, either on our shelves or uh, at a tap, you know, in a, in a bar or restaurant or tap room. They have to, you know, the beer has to be shipped. So supply chain issues, inflation, um, the rising cost of fuel, all of these have hit breweries hard. I was going to say especially hard, but probably some other business would say, you know, it's even tougher for us, which it may be. Yeah. I mean, is this problem expected to continue or more breweries expected to shutter? Because as far as we can tell, you know, prices aren't going down quite yet. I would not be surprised. I uh, wrote and turned in the column roughly a week before it appeared, and the night before it appeared at night and day, it was announced that Stone had been sold to Sapporo, the Japanese brewery. So I expect we're going to see more of these sorts of things, either breweries closing or selling uh, to other parties in this case, it was another brewery, but I mean, it's it's still uh, one of these things that San Diego beer traditionally has avoided. 
is being you know gobbled up by by big beer. Stone Stone was one of the champions of the notion that San Diego beer should always be independent and not owned by some out of town company. Uh, so it's it's disturbing and unfortunate that Stone has has become you know the latest to to fall victim to this. Yeah, well, what happened there? And, you know, given their history of, you know, championing local beer and local ownership, uh, what did they have to say about the sale? Why did they do it? Well, the official story is is that they did it because um, they were looking for a partner and Sapporo is a perfect partner. There's some justification for that, I guess, in that Stone has excess capacity to brew more beer. Sapporo was looking for a company that could brew Sapporo beer in the United States. Stone has excess capacity both uh, in Escondido and in Virginia Beach. So not Virginia Beach, uh, Richmond, Virginia. So um, on both coasts, you know, they're able to brew for this rather large beer company that wants to have fresh beer uh, around the country. There's that. That's that's the official story. Uh, the unofficial story that most everybody knows is that Stone had taken on rather crushing debt uh, in order to expand both in, uh, in Virginia and also in Berlin, Germany, a very daring, uh, audacious, plan to brew aggressive West Coast style beer in the, the homeland of, of uh, lagers. That didn't work. Uh, but Stone was still stuck with a $460 million debt that had to be paid by next year. What was the sale price? <laughs> well, that's... That's a great question. You're asking all the great questions. Um, we don't know. Uh, it's been reported that the sale price was around $165 million. If that's the case, um, it's, to my mind, shockingly low. Um, you may recall some years back, Ballast Point uh, was purchased by another big conglomerate, and that the sale price there was reported as $1 billion. That, by the way, is still a record for a craft beer sale. Uh, so this this is quite a bit, quite a bit less than that. Uh, you know, another thing that's happened during the pandemic, you know, since you've written the beer column, is the the sort of reckoning amongst women in craft brewing, sharing their stories of uh, sexism in the workplace. It seems to have taken a toll on San Diego, but I mean, how would you say San Diego has been affected and, and, and you know, what's going on now? What changes have we seen, if any? Well, the, the biggest um, victim, I guess, of that has been modern times where the owner slash founder, uh, Jacob McKean has resigned from that position. He still remains an investor, I believe, in modern times, uh, but, the stories have come out of, you know, abuse of women uh, in, in that brewery. I'm sure it's not the only brewery where this happened. You, you know, 
we're looking at each other, the listeners to this podcast or not, but um, you can see that I'm white and male. And this has been a rather problematic aspect of craft beer is that it's primarily a white male dominated industry. San Diego has some exceptions to this. Uh, Gina Marsalia is the guiding force behind uh, Pizza Port. Um, I think um, there are other breweries where women have significant roles and maybe have set a, a, different, a different tone. Uh, but overall, I mean, it's, it's a very testosterone heavy industry. That's, that's a problem uh, in that the breweries don't look like America. Uh, and I think, you know, to my own way of thinking, I, I actually see more women involved at high levels in local breweries than I see, for instance, African-Americans or Hispanics, um, especially in this, this county, you would expect to see more Hispanics involved. And you, you see some, but you don't see a lot. Are there any other, um, you know, big stories you've been following uh, during this time? Well, during the last two years, I haven't been following uh, beer as closely as I might have. I've, I've been traveling. I've been uh, playing with my grandkids. I've been, you know, volunteering at places. Um, but I am, I am interested in seeing what happens now with. San Diego craft beer, which, which had been a leading, I mean, when you say San Diego craft beer, you're, you're referring to well over 130 breweries, separate breweries. Um, so it's, it's a very large industry. I think it has uh, an economic impact larger than the Padres, for instance, uh, something like two times the impact of the San Diego Zoo and Wild Animal Park. Um, so it's it's a fairly significant industry in San Diego County, and yet it's facing these very serious problems right now. Another thing that interests me, and I'm not sure this is helpful, is craft beer kind of fuzzing the focus on their on their mission by turning out um, kombucha, turning out hard seltzer, turning out ciders, turning out meats. Um, you know, there's, I, I understand that these are businesses, they have to make money, they have to do what seems best for them in their market. But I wonder if that will bite them in the end, in that you're, you're actually training, uh, consumers to to go and buy something that's not beer. Well, over the past two years, you have been drinking beer. So, you know, moving <laughs> on to a more fun question, you know, what yep. are some of the things that you have been drinking recently that are, you know, interesting and you'd like to share? Uh, well, I'm always, I'm always drinking something different. And that's, that's kind of how this column started. But Recently, I've been drinking a number of beers from Original 40, which is a North Park brewery. Uh, I think they're doing a very good job. I, I've been finishing the six pack of 
uh, stone, um, stone, Baird, and Ishii uh, Green Tea IPA, uh, which is a very interesting experimental beer that they put out. Um, I, it's, you know, I, I'm going to some beer event tonight. I'm sure I'll have something that I've never had before. Uh, and sometimes that's, uh, that's really a, a great experience. And other times you, you know, maybe you don't get the beer or I don't get the beer right away. I don't understand what they're trying to do. Um, and that can be, that's, uh, that's an interesting part of the job. Sometimes not that enjoyable, but it's always interesting. Another beer I really enjoyed has been this cold IPA called Cold Day in Hell. And it is a, it's a collaboration between Fall and Black Plague. Well, you mentioned the 130 local craft breweries. Have you tried beers from most of those places? I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I go to a fair number of beer festivals and whenever I go to a beer festival, I, I always stop at, you know, four or five breweries that I don't know. Um, because, you know, there's, there's only so much beer drinking I can do. Uh, I, you know, this is a, a plea for understanding. You know, uh, <laughs> this, for, well, this is my uh, offer to help. I volunteer myself. <laughs> right. <laughs> there there are a lot of volunteers who want to help me with this terrible task. Um, but it is difficult to keep up. Uh, there are so many breweries and uh, I, I'm sure I've uh, had beer from more than half of the breweries in town, but that still leaves dozens that uh, are, you know, totally virgin territory to me. All right. Well, it sounds like you have some work to do. Peter, thanks for, for joining me and congratulations on uh, your column. Christy, it's a, a joy to be back. And let me let me tell uh, listeners uh, if they have suggestions for me or feedback on the column, pro, con, I don't care, just any kind of feedback uh, that they can reach me at Peter Rowe, SD, as in San Diego, at gmail.com. So Peter Rowe, SD is all jammed together at, at uh, gmail.com. Okay, thanks, Peter. All right, thanks, Christy. You take care.